wheat volatility is riding high. And the cattle price won't slide. We wonder what's going to happen next. Smart money's buying sheep. Your advice comes pretty cheap. Why don't you ask what we can do? Just the two of us. Making podcasts on the fly. Just, Just the, the two, two of us. us. Just, Just the two of us. us. You and I. I. Welcome back to another podcast from AgWatchers. Just thought we'd do a bit of a quick update, Matt, on what's happening in grains. Yeah, really? look, grains, grains are the real story, aren't they? The, the sheep and, and uh, beef markets are uh, slightly softer, but not by a great deal. So not a lot to, have, not a lot to say about there, really. But it's well, all grains. Well, there's not much. Like, this is the thing with market updates and stuff, yeah? And before we go into it, and this is just my rant, yeah? There's no point mm. putting superfluous information in there just for the sake of it. Keep it simple. And I, and I look back at reports I found this weekend when I was clearing out the shed that I wrote in the old Cargill AWB days, market updates. Mm. Some of my, some of my, well, I did some in the UK, but these were the first ones that I was really pushing. And it was really just dot points. And they were so much better than just putting out loads of information. So anyway, keep it to what is relevant. And grains yeah. is massively relevant just now. So I thought I'd do a quick update. We have a chat about what's happening in in the world, because was it was it was it India that got the ball rolling again, like got the got the fire under the grain market? Yeah, well, it's it's a funny situation, isn't it? Like again, what, how many times have we said this about government interventions mm. driving markets in the last in our podcast? Well, one oh. stage they come out saying they're going to export grains. And well, now, uh, now yeah. 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 well, this is sort of flip flop, flip flop, more, more flip flops than the ALP. But yeah. <laughs> you know, the end of March, start of April, they're saying, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna feed the world. Don't worry, guys, about the loss of Ukraine. We're gonna feed the world. We're gonna." There was some forecasts, you know, above ten. Some forecasts, fourteen million tons. Just crazy numbers. And, and we looked at it, and we looked at it and said. I don't think they've done more than about 8 million tons off the top of my head, if that. Mm. Or six in a calendar year, I think it was, according to Comtrade. And you look at it and say, well, it's a big ask to increase it by that sort of level. Lo and behold, April, they have a heat wave. We all know what grain markets are like. They can change quickly. They had a heat wave. And so they've decided to, and for those who are not watching because we're a podcast, quotation marks, ban exports. And it's not really a ban. They've said that they want to protect their own food security uh, domestically, bearing in mind they're the world's second largest grower of, of wheat. Uh, but So they've said, we're going to ban wheat exports. So they've gone from the saviour to holding it back. Mm. You said that they're the second largest, world's second largest grower of wheat, but but it's, they don't really export ever, do they? Like they export oh, no, they, they do. They do. It's, 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 it's on and off. Some years they're a net importer, some years they're a net exporter. And that's why you've, when you're looking at India, you've got to look at it from a point of view of exports and imports. Um, mm. d- depends on what the monsoon season's like. Mm. But anyway, they, they came out on Friday saying we're going to ban it. it. It surprised the market. But there's a whole bunch of caveats in there, yeah? Or, or two caveats. Uh, anyone that's already got a letter of credit organized can still export. Uh, also, and this is where it becomes a bit of plain language jiggery-pokery, Upon agreement, export permits will be allowed for the basis of assisting with food security. 
Okay, and so it's not not really a ban at all then. <laughs> it's not really a ban. That's why I say quotation marks. It's it's sort of like they've already there's there's already um, tons booked to go. They've apparently Egyptian authorities said they had five hundred thousand booked with India outside of the normal tender process, and then you but you sort of say that in terms of that um, food security, yeah. So they can export to a country it's for food security, yeah. Well, anyone importing grain is doing it for the purposes of food security generally. I wonder if they're referring to Sri Lanka when they talk about that. I, would, they, 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 I think there's still going to be export volumes going. I just don't think they're going to be at the same volume. It, almost, it, almost, it almost seems as though it's a statement made for the, for the domestic public, you know, like we're banned, we're banned food, you know. 100%, you know, we're, we're going to keep prices down. But the problem they've got is that, well, it impacts upon the uh, – it impacts upon the – the farmers in mm. um, in in India, so it's it's a big concern. Um, what we see, the other ones, and that's pushed the market up higher. So like, to put it in perspective, yeah, seabot wheat for December at the moment, at last trade was at six sixty one Aussie dollars. To put it in perspective, last Monday, five eighty one, five eighty three. That's a pretty significant jump, and it's just. Absolutely crazy. That's our level. But it's not just that. You know, in the last, since Thursday, basically, the French were looking good, yeah? The French wheat crop was looking good. Uh, they've started downgrading their crops. And talking to, you know, as analysts, you always talk to other analysts, and a couple of analysts that we speak to in France are saying, it's going to be downgraded further. It's too dry for it not to be. So you've got that. You've got globally, stocks are shrinking available stocks of the exporters are shrinking. So you've got this really bullish environment that is really going to sort of make things really interesting. I got picked on by Johnny Dyer about three months ago when I wrote an article saying, if anything went wrong in Northern Hemisphere, things could get crazy. And he didn't like that comment because he thought it was already crazy. Mm. Um, and this is correct though. Like, look how crazy it's getting. Well, but like you've said in the past though, as well, that coming into this middle part of the year is when you usually get the volatility, right? So all this volatility we've had early in the year is uncommon, really, around Ukraine and around, you know, what's happened now in India. Um, so, so we, you know, this, this is the point now where we should expect some volatility. Well, that's the typical seasonal pattern over the last mm. 10 years would be volatility middle of the year. Northern Hemisphere risk window. And mm. so, so we've gone from a period of you know being concerned about geopolitics, which we still are, to geopolitics and weather, and it just makes for far makes for great things to talk about. Mm. As, as an well, analyst, for a, for a little while there, it was it was all live export again, and you had nothing to say, and now you're back in the hot seat. I don't know, I can't say again. <laughs> but but I was I was sort of talking to talking to a few farmers today, and and a few sort of industry people about it, and this is where it becomes interesting, is from a risk management point of view. It's really hard to see like what could bring the market down. Mm. Like you know, when you think of a market, you think, well, what is the bullish things on the left hand side? What is the bearish things on uh did I say left hand side or right hand side? Yep. Yeah. So yeah, the other side. Yeah. Left and right. So yeah. Set scales. Right. Yeah. And the reality is that all the waiting is towards the bullish side at the moment. And even mm. even if you if you look at bearish factors, you might have Ukraine, you know, the conflict ending there. Who knows? That's probably the biggest bearish one. But the reality is, 
this market is in a situation where there's just not enough bearish news that you can actually sort of see a major price fall. Like we're at 660, but I can't see it going to 400. Mm. The low 500s is possible, but it's still, again, previously a fantastic number. I did think you, what, did you um, yesterday, Did because we were out for some, most of the day yesterday, did you pick up, when I got home, I was informed, reliably informed by my father-in-law, um, and which that's why I'm saying it was him because sometimes he doesn't always catch the news exactly as it's portrayed. But he said something around the fact that Putin was meeting with his generals because his generals weren't happy with how the progress was going with this war in Ukraine or this special operation, whichever way you want to call it, um, war. Uh, have you heard anything around that, that, he's, that he, they, they, there could be some kind of internal Russian discussion now amongst you know, Putin and the generals and they might be making changes that could potentially be a pullback or that's not being discussed? I don't know. I've not, I've not seen that. But mm. I just, I just think you'd have to be disappointed in your performance. <laughs> you know, if, if yep. it was a fo- if it was a football team, you'd be subbing some of them. Mm. I thought, you know, mm. if I was if I was in that ice hockey team, I'd be saying, "You guys are now on the third line. You know, you're mm. gonna get you're gonna get twelve minutes of play this game, and the rest are gonna get forty five. Mm. Um, but the, the the reality is, um, like, who knows? Yeah. But going back to the point about like risk management and stuff is okay this year is sorted most likely and that's not advice it just seems that way you're gonna have high prices wherever mm. like historically high prices what about next year is it next year that we should be looking at deck 23 and and as the old saying is kick the can down the road as far as possible because mm. if you look at the at the market we don't know what's going to happen in 2023. We don't know if every, all peace will prevail and fertilizer will be cheap and everybody and their uncle will be growing as much grain as possible. Because mm. just remember, one thing I always say to everybody, because we're hearing this a lot, there is no new norm. The markets are cyclical and they will fall as well as mm. rise. That's my thing. That's it. There you go. Well, like I said before at the start, the uh, there's not much to talk about when it comes. Well, look, I guess apart apart from the ongoing threat of FMD, but we've covered off on that a bit in previous no, podcasts. Should, what we should talk about is some, get somebody on f- as a consumer. Oh yeah, a feedlotter. Mm. Because while well, we're talking about grains, it's, it's, there's not much happening in cattle or sheep. Well, these high grain prices will be uh, stripping away margins fairly quickly. Mm. Yeah, that's true. So just the two of us again, another podcast tomorrow to record on an interesting topic, but we just thought we, we'd do this well, as a brief. A podcast with a guest that's actually requested to do some singing when they come on. Yeah. What song are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> so people, people say they don't like it, but somebody told me yesterday that it was really catchy. Mm. Mm. There you go. So, well, we were, on, we were on the radio yesterday just briefly and we got some tweets afterwards that they were disappointed there was no singing. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not sure if Warwick Long would have liked to see on a country hour. <laughs> maybe, maybe those ABC folks are maybe just a bit too uh, straight edge, you know, won't even give us a full show. Plus, plus the co-presenter called me Irish, so it doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh, see you when you got nothing on. See you when you got nothing on. <laughs> Cheerio.